Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks, right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. This is WrestleMania Part 2. In this show today, we have interviews with Mark Henry, Zack Ryder, and Heath Slater coming up, plus some info on how you can contribute to Curtain Jerks directly. We are a comedy wrestling podcast bringing you the fun and funny each and every week. We're comedians living in Hollywood. We love wrestling. We love it so much, we went all the way to San Jose, and we knew the way. All the way to San Jose. Mm-hmm. Uh, WrestleMania Access, WrestleMania, WrestleCon, Monday Night Raw, Chipotle, twice. That's true. These are all true. If you heard part one, you knew that that's the stuff we did. Did we withhold anything? Yes, no. we did. We went to Little Shin Shin Restaurant on Piedmont Avenue in oh. Oakland. Oh, that was good. That was good food. Yeah, you, you, you couldn't keep eating. I wanted to just keep eating. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was so delicious. Um... We talked about WrestleMania last week, so we talked about Sting, Triple H. What was another match where you're like, oh, that was so great, or that was Rollins not and what Orton. I wanted. Rollins and Orton was yeah. fantastic. Even Lesnar and uh, Reigns was really great. Mm-hmm. Like, the the best way to, I mean, they did it the best way you could, which was having Reigns getting his ass handed to him, but just smiling the whole time and laughing. It was great. Yeah, it's a real positive message. Kids, if some gigantic bully is beating you up mercifully, just start laughing. Yeah. Just start getting the giggles. They'll punch themselves out. Eventually. Eventually. Eventually what? they'll gas. Or you'll just be feeding that fire. In that ambulance ride when they're still pummeling you and uh, they're trying to save your life and keep oxygen going into your body, just keep on chuckling. And eventually that bully will leave you alone because he doesn't want to fill out the forms for you in the hospital. He doesn't know your medical history. Mm-mm. Yeah. Then he'll walk away. And there you are. The victor. Yeah, and then when you're in the morgue and they're prepping your body to go into the crematorium, that's when that bully's really going to get his comeuppance that's because right. he doesn't have a ride home. That's right, kids, children. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> just laugh at bullies. Thanks, Roman Reigns. Yeah, the lesson, the message is clear. Hey, did you hear about, uh, did you see the animated gif of the ref handing a blade to Roman Reigns in that match? Really? Yeah. Wait, Roman Reigns bladed? Uh, he gave the blade to Reigns, and I think Reigns cut Lesnar. Oh. Yeah. That seems wildly dangerous. Very much When? So. When did he cut him? Uh, well, I don't know, but I know that Lesnar was bleeding. Well, the one part, it was he hit his head on the post, so that would have been all Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Reigns didn't run up with him and, like, you know, just was holding his head the whole time. I think it might have been the one on the cheek. Oh. Yeah. I would assume that was a fingernail. Maybe, but something was handed to Reigns. This ref is in on it. I think he's in on it. It's a dirty ref. I think the finishes are predetermined. What? Yes. Oh, it's all over, everybody. That's it. Uh, back the up, the, back up the gambling operation. Uh, we were gambling? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did poorly. Um, yeah. And then uh, Rollins. Money in the bank. Cashing in. Getting the whole thing. Awesome. It was super cool. Kit and Caboodle. We also went to Raw. Yeah. Good time. I got, I just blew all my energy in the first 20 minutes. Oh, uh, Brian and Ziggler? No, no, no. I didn't care about that at all. Uh, I blew all my energy with Lesnar and Heyman. Oh, yeah. Lesnar coming out in fight gear, ready to go? Yeah. Wonderful. From the top of Raw that he's there, he's ready to kill. Heyman's ready to talk. They do. Heyman says bitch over and over again. Heyman says the uh, World Heavyweight Championship will be def- well, He wants the rematch right now. Mm-hmm. And the audience goes crazy. That's how you get everybody ready. Oh, man. That, that was so great. And 
like we said, we didn't get to see the telecast of WrestleMania, so we didn't know about all the... We knew that Suplex City was trending, but we didn't know there was Suplex City bitch. We didn't know all that, and then we were figuring out when Heyman said, with the, like the champ said, so I got to see that moment with Suplex City bitch. But Lesnar says it? I, I'm sure. Uh, if awesome. Rain says it, that's really weird. <laughs> You know what? I liked Raw a lot. I think the lowest point was the Divas match when the crowd turned on them. Like, the crowd was having a really good time, but when they started saying to the Divas, you suck Cena or you suck Brian, it was like, it was misogynistic and it was sexist. And it was kind of a shame because the Divas were putting on a killer match. Well, I I think that was really, you know, this is me going after the fans a little bit that uh, someone later when we were talking to them, put us all in the pool of the fans and I and I went like nope that was not me I was not in on that that was not fun because all of these wrestling fans have been hearing for such a long time now saying the divas deserve time they deserve to have a match they deserve to have all these things and then this is supposed to be the hottest crowd every year the most wrestling hungry crowd and they were just the biggest um assholes yeah the biggest assholes the biggest idiots the most narrow-minded jerks that there had ever been and i don't mean jerks in the in the affectionate term that i call our listeners they were just flat out rude because all they've been asking for this entire time with story with titles and it meaning everything they had it at wrestlemania where they they put the musical act in between so that way it wasn't just a filler match the Divas got their own time and got to do their own thing, and it meant something. It was great. And then on Raw, they had a whole two, maybe three segments on TV, and it set up the next contender out of all the girls, and they had a full-on match. And these jackoffs just wanted to be better than everything. Well, they, they wanted to be the show. It wasn't. They wanted to be the show, but also just in terms of targeting the Divas, they were quantifying each woman by who they're with. Like, you have sex with this person. That's what we're de- that's what we're determining your worth by. Yeah. And even then, it wasn't determining worth. It was making sure everybody felt small. So it wasn't it wasn't only just trying to be the show of Raw. Like it's the crowd. We're the universe. We we're gonna dictate it. We're also dictating it from a vile place. And like sometimes it was clever. And but that was really one of the low points for me. Was sort of like sitting there being like, I'm enjoying this match, and now like you can see it on their faces. You're yelling sexual epithets at them. Yeah, it it was just really really awful. I I I sooner go at them for just ruining what they wanted the entire time. Oh yeah, um, it's, and they and they were being assholes. They wanted to be better than the show, and they are still they're still the carny wrestling fans that the WWE can make them because for all the shit of this is boring and hey Big Show retire all that nasty shit that they started shit, saying yeah. at the end of the show, and some of it is clever and some of it is funny, but some of it's just nasty like. The Big Show retiring thing was another thing that was like, that's just fucking mean. Just lay off. Like, the Big Show's great. Because what happens at the end of that match and at the end of the Divas match? They roped them in with exciting finishes that had you been on board the entire time. You would have been that much more excited. Yeah. But and they, you guys were excited nonetheless. Like, you got roped in like everybody else. So don't try and act like you're better than everything else that's going on. At times, yes, absolutely. There's a segment that sucks and let them know about it. Totally. But... You guys were just a, a big pack of assholes. I I think I was actually looking forward to it because the Raw after last year's WrestleMania, I was like, oh, man, that's crazy. Like, they are letting mm-hmm. – they're really letting WWE have it. And then there at the show, I was like, but Mania was awesome, and this Raw is awesome. So uh, that was kind of strange to me. Like, last time, I feel like 
the Raw after Mania wasn't up to par. Maybe it's different because I was at WrestleMania and I was at Raw. And I, maybe I was like, yeah, that was the best Raw I've ever seen because oh, I, I was there. I thought it was all on par and it was just more excitement flowing over. They weren't attacking everyone last year. Mm-hmm. That's not what was going on. It was it was more love for all the things they loved. Last year was Barrett coming out and being excited that he was back. It was Paige showing up and being excited that she was there. It was... Um, uh cesaro everything cesaro that he's separating himself from zeb coulter and he's with paul Heyman. it was all of that it was just more it was over emphasis of love of what is great mm-hmm. and everything that wasn't like you get the occasional like what they did with sheamus that night was a prime example i'm assuming this all aired on television they chanted you look stupid after he turned so they're going into the yeah we're booing you now because you beat up our our favorite guys and they're attacking his look. That's great. That's hilarious. That's looking at that guy and just flat out calling it out. You look stupid. I love it. That made me fucking laugh really, really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Like that's right in line with a uh, positivity of we're going to be a little bit smarter than just saying you suck or asshole and just say you look stupid. Well, I think it's interesting because there's like, how do you sort of find that line of like, what is what is just clever enough and what is too clever and what's just outright mean or something like because it does need to be mean it is being clever it's not like you're gonna say something that's going to make everybody rethink the wrestling match they're gonna watch in a new profound way i don't think that happens as much i think when it's heckling it makes you rethink in a way where it's like well i guess big show could retire if he was tired of this shit you know like that sort of thing it's a it's a tough line to walk i think there need to be laws in place I think there needs to be somebody who can put these laws into place and we know what to follow. We know the structure. There's some Scott, sort of- it's a lawless society. There is no one lawman who can bring uh, order or and stability to this chaos. What do you think this is? The, the future of Detroit? I, I, I almost wish it were, Steve. I wish there was something in place so that way the wrestling fans who are committing these crimes against the wrestlers would get, would get just justice, you know? Triple H... One way or another, you're coming with me. Oh my god, I didn't even hear him walk into the room. It's RoboCop. Thanks for having me, Scott Narver and Steve Sears on Curtain Jerks. You've been here the whole time? I thought that RoboCop uh, bus that we bought a long time ago, I thought it was just a, a statue. I didn't realize that was the real RoboCop we had in here this entire time. No, it is in fact a statue. I'm finally here to monogram it so you know that it is an officially licensed RoboCop product. But I'm not here for just that, Scott Narver. Oh, you're standing right in front of it. That's why I was confused. Yeah, oh my god, side by side. That's amazing. I'm here to call out Triple H with my tag team partner Sting at WrestleMania 32. Really? Yes. Against who else on the other team? That seems a little lopsided. It's going to be a handicap match unless he can find anybody, which I bet he can't. Wait a second. Now, for a guy who's all about laws and fairness, that seems, right off the bat, that seems like a a total dick move there, Robocop. The laws are to handicap the oppressed and to uplift the weak and those who cannot deal for themselves. (laughs) Unless it serves corporate interests, in which fact, well, then it's going to be pretty tough for you to have any sort of withstanding. You just handed me an OCP card. Yes, that's actually a bill. Oh, what, what, wait, wait, whoa, what am I being billed for? We're illegally referencing RoboCop on this show without purchasing a agreement from the OCP Corporation. Duh, Dick Jones, you gotta talk to Dick Jones! You, in fact, do have to talk to Dick Jones.
No, I, look, I, I this wasn't me. You came in. I just wanted law and order amongst the wrestling uh, community. I'm here for a match. Justice second. Uh, Justice is second? What about all these fans that were being cruel to women? Then I'll have to shoot them through the woman's dress and <laughs> blow off their dicks. Uh, well, okay, well, maybe not that. Okay, tell me about this match. I'll be shooting off every dick in every arena I go to. Look, I don't know if that's such a good idea. Tell me more about this match that you want instead. Sting and I shall be facing Triple H. And whoever he can get with him. Look, I Maybe his cybernetic buddy, Shawn Michaels, with his googly targeting eye. (laughs) I know your buddies with Sting way back in WCW. Capital Carnage. Is that what it was Washington, D.C. Is that what the show is from? Capital Carnage. Okay. Uh, uh, thanks for not confirming or denying. Um, your buddies back then, and now Triple H is friends with the Terminator. And there's a big comic crossover between Robocop and Terminator. Is this where this is all coming from? If Arnold Schwarzenegger can handle a tag team match with Sting and I, then he's welcome to join us. Wait a second, I'm confused. You're calling out Arnold Schwarzenegger for being the Terminator. Does that mean you're Peter Weller or you're the other guy that ruined number three? Robert John Burke? <laughs> yeah. Is One that... way or another, he's coming with me. Oh, are you Robert John Burke? Uh-oh. <laughs> thinner. Oh, you're that guy? You're the thinner guy? Robert John Burke was also in the film Thinner. Oh, uh, look... Uh, Robert John Burke, um, RoboCop. Okay. Look, uh, RoboCop number three. Um, I, I hope you get this match. It'd be really cool to see RoboCop and Sting versus Terminator and Triple H. Um, I don't know who was in the TV show. Oh, okay. I, I was just assuming you got that same gig. Well, there was also the Canadian films, prime directives. There was about four of them. RoboCop was old. Really? Yes. Was, were those any good? The bad guy from Cube was in one of them. I don't remember Cube. I'm sorry. The black guy? Uh, again, that doesn't help me. I just don't remember the film Cube. So black, white, doesn't matter. I don't remember. Look, Triple H. Race is fluid. Tr- look, Triple H is killing Terminators. Do you think you can survive against that? Of course. I'm RoboCop. Well, do you roll? However, I oh. can't do an Irish whip very well. Especially if it's reversed, because I can't run. Yeah, what's your finishing move? I shoot someone in the dick. All right. Look, RoboCop, I don't think that's going to fly in this PG era. All right, all right. What if I do my uh, terminal uplink needle and I shove it in someone's jugular? Again, that's a little harsh for what they got going on. They got to wrestle every night. All right. What if I use one of those anti-tank sniper rifles and shoot someone in the face? Uh, Again, these are all very, very harsh. Do you arrest anybody ever? Well, let me try one more. What if I bust into Triple H's cocaine factory and shoot one of his snipers in the eye? Uh, you're going really, really harsh. Anything non-lethal is what we're actually uh, hoping for. Stay in school. There you go. Tell him to stay in school. Robocop, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, citizen. <laughs> sure thing, Robocop. Man, you know how I know that was Robocop? How, how so? Because his voice didn't break. Yeah, Robocop's voice wouldn't crack. No, that's <laughs> that's silly. That's preposterous. Oh god. That all all that Terminator stuff was so cool. Seeing seeing him target uh the entire arena and then also and you, the roster. I didn't see I didn't know that it was scrolling through the entire roster, but I did him searching the audience was pretty cool. Yeah. I thought that was rad. It seemed funny to me because it made me feel like the roster was in the crowd. 
Yeah. So after the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, like Hideo Tommy went, "Ha, huh, I'm gonna go get my seat." Oh then... no, he got knocked so far out of the ring, he landed in the seat. Mm-hmm. But also, uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger intro, like it gave me chills. Yeah, it was so cool, and he took his glasses off, and just hearing that voice and like knowing, like, oh shit, that's the fucking Terminator. I'm related again. That was so cool, so awesome. Speaking of super awesome stuff. Mark Henry, world's strongest man. Yay or nay? <laughs> uh, this is a really fun interview. If you go, you'll get the context if you go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast, to know what that little beginning part is. We'll discuss a little bit afterwards. But to see it visually is just priceless because Mark Henry, God, he's a gigantic teddy bear of death. Yeah. Uh, so please enjoy our interview with Mark Henry. This is for people that start crying. <laughs> Curtain Jerks here. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. And we are here with Mark Henry, the world's strongest man. How are you doing today, Mark? Doing great. Good to see you. Uh, a fellow Texan myself, uh, the news already happening that WrestleMania next year is in Texas. You got Dallas. big... Yeah. At Jerry World. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Carrollton myself. Big plans... What do you want to do coming up at next WrestleMania? Because I already know you're going to win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, so that's going to happen. So what do you want to do next year at WrestleMania? You know what? I, I, as long as I'm in in, uh, in my home state and I get to represent the state and represent my family, I'd be happy either way. Uh, now, Mark Henry, i got to know, do you still have that pink blazer? Well, it's not pink. Is it salmon? It's salmon. I was about to say, salmon, it looks good. It's a good oh, yeah. blazer. That's a great blazer. I'm put this down. No free advertising. <laughs> pay me, pay me. <laughs> Excellent. One Excellent. of our favorite moments that we always talk about is that night on Raw where you said you were going to retire and you pulled everybody in. You pulled everybody in. We were so emotionally involved. That was one of the best moments we had ever seen. And I, what, what do you think, reflecting back on that moment, that night? Well, I mean, that was my intention. You know, I wanted to put together a performance that not only be worthy of um, being able to live forever in, in, in our industry, but um, to actually have people that I knew that thought they knew everything have to finally say, okay, I, I don't know as much as I thought. And I, I was a success. I believed it. I believed it. It was great. Thank you. Yeah. Mark Henry, thank you so much for your time. Who's the first person you're going to throw on that battle royal? You know what? Big Show threw me out last year. And, um, you know, we, we normally consider ourselves to be contemporaries, but uh, I thought it was kind of low. So um, he's, he's the first person I got my eye on. Thanks, Mark Henry. Big Show, look out. He's coming for you. Glad I didn't cry. Yeah. Hey, he would have taken care of you. That's a, he's a he's a big nice guy. Yeah, he takes care of me by like hugging me, and then my head pops off because of all the pressure. Man, every episode so far, I think except last week, have we had a of mice and men reference? That is not of mice and men. Yeah, Lenny, come on, killing things without really knowing his own strength. Well, he would know his own strength. He just still it pops my head off. I was I really thought you thought of mice and men. That's something that crazy sick happens. Oh, no. It's like, let me just hug you. Oh, blood, 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 blood. Gush, gush, gush. 
but yeah, Mark Henry, those hands, shaking hands, soft those hands, hands, soft, strong hands. Your hand just is gone. It just goes away. There shouldn't be, a guy that size. It shaking hands anymore just seems silly. He could uh, his. I could feel the bass in his voice in the soles of my shoes. I could feel it when I was in in the in my butt from the chair. Uh, I could feel the bass of his voice in my very soul. Cool dude, though. Yeah. Cool. A, a surprising guy and how warm he is. You know, it's you expect everybody to be nice and cordial, but just the, the a genuine uh, niceness to him. Like, if you ever get a chance to meet that guy in, the, in that type of setting where he's be respectful. he's wanting to be met. Yeah, be respectful. Like he's He is so nice and kind. I'd say just be respectful because he's cool. Yeah, he's a cool dude. So, WrestleMania... Another moment that really stood out for me of just being totally, totally, totally uh, awesome was the Miz Mizdow showdown, the final confrontation, the, the the big blow up that everybody's been waiting for. And that was an awesome match. Like that, there was an entire match leading up to that. And then when that happened, there was this really kind of cool intermission. With that storyline stuff between Miz Dow and Miz. It was very cool. I liked it. Big Show just rested up in the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was foolish in hindsight. Yeah. Shouldn't have let him rest. Nope. But Miz really cranking it up to a thousand. Just all of his energy, all of his hate spewing out into Miz Dow. And, and with each thing he said, that crowd getting more and more hype. Like, oh my God, just hit him back. Do it again. I like seeing this this these parallel universes of Rockstar Spud and Ethan Carter the Third and Ms. Dow Miz. They're the same story, but they're different. Yeah. And they're both done really, really well. That's like watching Hamlet by two different theater companies. Oh yeah, guys. You know, you know when you're you're in town, you're like, sorry, jeez. No, no, oh, no, 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 Scott. No, I'm no. sorry. Should have said True West. My bad. No, no. When you're you're, you're 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 watching Hamlet, and you're like, yeah, this is pretty good Hamlet. You know, this is Mel Gibson. Well, what's Branna bringing to this? Uh, let's let's go check out Branna. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good piece of business right there. I've never watched the full four hour. Kid, well, I don't know. I don't think I've watched all the Mel Gibson ones. What? Which is the one where Keanu Reeves uh, is in the duel? What? There's one with Keanu Reeves. Point Break. Oh, that is my favorite version of Hamlet. Yeah, that's the best Hamlet mm-hmm. of all. What uh, Point Break is more Romeo and Juliet, I think, than uh, than Hamlet. What wrestler would be best served in Hamlet? Uh, Daniel Bryan. Really? Yeah, tragic figure. Hmm. Guess that's better than mine. Well, Great Collie. No, Akeem the African Dream. Oh, uh, well, you know, place him where he needs to be. I think perhaps the Tempest. Maybe. Maybe I knew Puck. the Tempest. Maybe Puck. Oh, he'd be a good Puck. Akeem mm. the African Dream. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, at Raw, they they gave us great matches, but one of the one of the best matches there live to get to see that was John Cena and Dean Ambrose. Oh, awesome. The, the open challenge, because they burned the open challenge contenders that I thought it was going to be. Chris Jericho. No, I Goldberg. didn't think him. I didn't think him no. either. But that's what Frankie and Tom in between me were like. They were guessing every single thing. I'm like, ah, my brain just wants to be surprised. I thought uh, maybe Stardust, mm-hmm. and I thought also Curtis Axel. Okay. But I didn't think it was going to be that contendership match that we got. It was just going to be weird segment, weird segment, weird segment, and then John Cena just beats them pretty easily. But I'm, it was more about hyping the characters. Yeah. Uh, but the surprise of Dean Ambrose was totally fucking rad. Awesome. I thought it, and then halfway through the match, I was like, oh, wait, he's had the championship before. <gasps> he could win. 
uh, that match was just so great that I really like this path. I know everybody's bitching about Cena doing every single thing that there is, but if they keep telling stories like that, if, if, if Cena's fighting these guys and they are all real contenders to him, that he's just beating these guys and really making all these guys established, that's that's so great. Yeah, I thought Ambrose looked super good coming out of that match. Mm-hmm. And, like, Cena looked tired, and it looked cool. It looked like they both—it looked like a pay-per-view match. Yeah, it, it looked like on any other night, maybe, just maybe Dean Ambrose would have won. Yeah. And that's how Cena won. It's just he was a little bit better on this night. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, like, the I think it would be really cool if they went back and forth for a while. That'd be really cool. Yeah, and other guys too. That if he if he does do this thing with other guys, just throwing the challenge out there, and then yeah, on occasion beat a dude real quick, and that guy's off his game, and he's not thinking about it. Like I just really dug that. I thought that was a they're they're pulling a lot of really smart moves right now. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's cool stuff going on. I know we didn't see NXT. That was also a thing that happened at WrestleMania weekend. Everybody was raving about it. Everybody, yeah, of course. I think you have to. I think once you walk in that door, it's you're under contract to. Say this was the best thing ever you saw in your entire life. Yeah, you have to sign. That's on your tickets. You're, mm-hmm. In fact, you're not, it's, you just have to say it. It's just people reading their tickets out loud. No laser pointers, best show you'll ever see. Because actually, the I talked to a couple of people about it and go, cool, how was it? Oh, it was the best thing. It was great. Well, what happened? It was just the best show ever. Yeah, but what matches? Oh, I can't everything. remember any of those guys' names. I got told nothing specific. Nothing. Oh, we should talk about this. We were very, very close to being uh, having the opportunity to interview Enzo Amore and Big Cass. Uh, but Scott, we've already had Enzo Amore on the show plenty of times. Yeah, yeah, Steve. But I mean, on video. Oh, you mean an official? Like, interview. and they're in their setting with a cool background. Because a lot of times when you're here at the studio, we don't have a good video set up, so that's why we don't do it. You know? Oh, did you miss me? Yeah, Oh, um, it's Enzo. Who? It's uh, Enzo Amore, everybody. That's right. Big Cass is in the car. Okay. Uh, well, um, I'm here. What do you want to say to me? You know, I, I, I look, I'm, I, I can feel that breath of your sigh on my face, and it feels soft. It's very soft. It's making me hard. Uh, look, Enzo, uh, we have some interviews with the WWE. Uh, we have all these other guys, and I was going to say that it's, Oh, it's a shame I, I couldn't talk to you because I'm sure a lot of the listeners wanted to see me interact with you because I'm not. Because you don't like me. You think I don't know how this works, Scott and Oliver the Curtain Jerks? You think you're so great because you like wrestling? In and out, boobity boppity bippity bow. I'm Full Sail University NXT's best graduate, Enzo Amore. Everybody's talking about Neville on Raw. Nobody's talking about me, Raw, in Neville. I'm just going to check my emails real quick. Well, don't forget to make sure your Gmail's up to date because you can have a second level of security by having your security code texted to your phone. That's two-lay authentication for your passwords. I'm just going to check my Twitter here real quick. Well, uh, mind if I tweet real quick? WrestleMania bonus. Okay, look. Um, Again, this is a... This is a sort of in affiliation with WWE uh, podcast, you know, these couple weeks. Since it. when? You guys tell me you're all official now. No, you got scab. You're all company guys. Just saying these couple weeks, you know, they really helped us out with these interviews. So I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, uh, say anything bad about you to your face while you're working for the company. And I, you know, 
look, I, I'm just... I don't censor myself. I bring this hard, throbbing intensity no matter where I go. So if I'm on your Rinky Dink podcast or your Big Dick podcast, doesn't matter. Enzo Amore is going to be the same more that he's ever been. I don't know if we're that Rinky Dink. I mean, we were... I said Big Dick podcast. Uh, yeah, I didn't... I, I assumed that was Coke Cabana. Oh, he's good too. Are you All friends right. with Coke Cabana? No, we haven't talked yet. Or have we? I don't know. I got to check an iTunes feed. But you never met? Have I? I'm asking you. You came, You burst in on the show. We have Vince McMahon slated later for today, and you burst in the show, and now you're being hey, coy? Hey, am I being coy? I'm just yes. priming the pump, all right? I'm just going to tickle your udders so that when Vince McMahon gets in here, he can suck down sweet protein, all right? Life-giving nourishment. I'm not a cow. All right. All right. Thanks for having have me. Have you met Cole Cabana? Got wheels. I don't understand that guy at all. I don't see why people... He is just trash. He is a trashy, trashy guy. Uh, he is trash at light speed, Scott. He is high adrenaline, and he's a joy to watch. No. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm not sold. Really? No. <laughs> not at all. All right. April Fool's. Oh, you like him? No, not at all. And this is a week later, so no. Okay. He's not, he's not my guy. I love booing him. Well, I like seeing him get beat up. Then it makes me happy. Maybe he's uh, fulfilling some sort of role in something that she needed. But I don't watch NXT, so there's that also. Oh, you're missing out. It's the best show. You don't watch it. It is the best show. You don't watch it. I watched the last pay-per-view. Did you watch the last pay-per-view? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> but I mean the weekly show. No, God, no. Yeah. I don't have the time. Uh, I There was a, a thing that happened at one point where, you know, Steve and I are doing all this stuff. We're working. We're not sleeping. We're, we're doing everything that there is. And I, I turned to Steve after WrestleCon, after all the interviews we got there, and after WrestleMania Access, and I said, "Is uh, is all are all the interviews we got just white guys?" Yes, except for Mark Henry. Yeah, I think with the exception of Mark Henry, I I'm pretty sure all the inter- interviews we got were just white guys. And Centino, he's a white dude. He's Italian. He's Canadian. All right. <laughs> Pull back the curtain. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that was crazy to me. Which and that's not for lack of trying. We tried to get some some divas and some ladies and some uh, other people of color, but yeah, maybe I don't know. Is it something about the community when going to WrestleCon and we're going? No, maybe later, guys. We we'll check with this person. But it's white uh, other white people are like absolutely, brother. Come on in. <laughs> oh, you mean like in terms of getting interviews but i mean we talked to a lot of people i talked to mvp so did you i mean yeah but we weren't it wasn't a uh, an approved interview true and that's not to say that it won't happen in the future but just and also at the time these guys are working it is a job of they're selling autographs they're selling photos so to take time out to do an interview it's not necessarily desirable because we could be costing them a couple hundred bucks in those few moments you know uh I, I'm not worried because we talked to the people that we knew we could talk to and that we had things to say to. I don't think I would. I don't know what I, if I had. I could have probably talked to Devon if I had. Thought. No way. We couldn't have gotten past. Uh, Holy right. Yeah. Yeah. But Devon was smiling. He was always smiling every time I saw him. He was like, huh? And Bully would sort of then get in my view and be like, get out of here. No more. Stop everything. All right. Shit. Is that your ice cream sandwich? Throw it on the ground. But I'm still eating it. Throw it on the ground. Okay. <laughs> now pick it up and eat it. Why? That'd I don't be want to eat He does. Uh, yes, he would. No, he, he he was a bully right up to the point where it would have been mean. It was just rude, but he was never mean. He had to be a tough guy. He was a great tough guy. He's a great tough guy. I am not a tough guy. No. I get that he's a tough guy. 
I don't think he knows that I get that he's a tough guy. Scott, you don't beat people up, but your words, they cut deep. I can cut you like none other, and I could have cut him too. Remember when that guy used to be fat? Well, everybody, but... Well, oh, man, he just he just Bubba bombed Scott. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it was just funny to me, the, the realization afterwards of there were so many other people we could have... That we, had, again, we tried to talk to, but that's just what happened. And I like to have a diverse group of people. Yeah. Scott is I like, like to talk to the ladies. He does. They don't always like to dong bag. But when they do, Scott really hits it off. Yeah. And um, not only with the interviews we got, there are other people we, we talked to and some more uh, L.A. affiliated people. So we hope to just sooner have a sit down flat out with them. Like, I, I will confirm this one. I will put this one out there. Melina is going to be a guest of the show. She's great. We just got to find a time. She's busy. She's doing a lot of stuff. She has her own awesome podcast that she's doing. And she was recently on JR's podcast. So give that a listen. Um, and right now is the time to listen to two exceptionally fun guys. Guys that I always want to see on television more. I always like the stuff that they do because when they're on TV, they do something fun and different than everybody else. Zack Ryder, Heath Slater, Heath and I go way back. He's back again on the podcast. So right now, enjoy this interview that we had with Zack Ryder and Heath Slater. Curtain Jerks here. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. And we're here with Heath Slater. What's up, buddy? I'm Zack Ryder. Woo-woo-woo, you know it. (laughs) I have to say that, right? Now, Slater, you're rocking this new haircut. You're in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, and I think there's a connection. Is it the aerodynamics so you don't get thrown out as easily? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that might have something to do with it, you know? Or I just not losing my mind and wanted to cut my hair. But uh, either one we can go with, you know? Oh, uh, is there anything else? Uh, oh, oh, no, I'm sure. Shouldn't look down. We got, we got to double up here. Yeah, the awkward pause is based on how I'm terrible at pacing anything, yeah. Now, Zach, uh... Is the Internet Championship still going on? Are you still the reigning champion? I mean, I still have it hanging up in my office, but uh, hopefully after tonight, I'll add that under the giant office right next to it, you know? Well, can well, I? I don't you don't have an office. <laughs> well, it's, I got a computer and a bunch of toys, but I call it an office. So. That's the office. That's the office. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A little I mean, sign on the door desk, says the so. office. Now, uh, this is my time. I'm sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Talk. I know we don't have many moments, but go ahead. <laughs> How can someone challenge for the internet championship? Is it a number of subs that I have to have on YouTube? What is it? No, no, no. I, I don't defend it. No, qual- no so I, mean, I paid for it with my hard-earned money, and uh, <laughs> it was sixteen hundred dollars plus shipping and handling, and I am not defending it. Well, that ever. makes it. That's the prize oh, itself. It's that's got my logo on it. So who else would want that? Well, that means no one can ever take it. So right. Hey, got- man, there was an action figure made with that title. Though. Yes, I was never allowed to come out with it on TV, but there is an he just paid for it so if you outbid him on this championship maybe you could get this championship or i could just create my own just the like he later ugly haircut championship uh, is that gonna go in your office hey don't do hair jokes now <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, guys thank you so much for your time All thank right, you brother, take care man That was fun. That was fun. Those are those were harder to do setup wise, and it's it's a run and gun. That's one of the things that I don't know if you guys know or appreciate, because what happens is everybody's waiting in line. All these fans that are there at access. There is also a separate handicap line. So when they're periodically when that line builds up, that the fans will uh, the uh, superstars will break from 
the uh, autograph line sitting at a table doing autographs come down and meet with uh, everybody in the handicap line and give them special time and do autographs and make sure because they can't make their way up to the stage so they come down to them and then in those moments if media are around you know people that worked really hard and creating opportunities for themselves to then have that position in life um, rather than just pay and go do it as they were once fans we've created that opportunity for ourselves we're bringing something to a large audience that want to know what's happening because they can't go to access because they can't wait in line because they want something different and funny so we made that opportunity for ourselves so we had to run up on stage we've got two microphones we've got a camera guy it's a small uh uh stage to get up there and then figuring out where we're going to be and to get enough of a chat in it's it's just so fast I know wrestling memes wanted me to ask a couple certain questions, but there was just no time. But it was just, it is panic inducing because yes, we're absolutely aware that there's a crowd there, but at the same time, it's shit. We finally got here. We earned this. Like we, we just want two minutes. We're two minutes in and out. There are other media outlets that are not aware of that, that aren't cordial in that way of giving everybody their time. So everybody Sports can get... Illustrated, those fuckers at Sports Illustrated, it took way too long. Wow, Steve is just burning everything on these podcasts. What, what, what does Sports Illustrated could ever do for us? I, well, I, I was going to be in the swimsuit edition. Uh, you know what, Sports Illustrated? I have is... been doing sit-ups, Steve. Uh, please. Look, it's not about sit-ups. It's how low your, uh, your boxers can go. I want to point out, Steve used to be the one always telling me, be careful about what you say about who you say, and now he's the one who's just firing out on all guns here. No, please. Sports Illustrated is a gigantic corporation that does one issue of non-pornography every year that people give a shit about. Come on. What else is there going on? I don't know. I don't watch Sports Illustrated. I write for Sports Illustrated, and I listen to your podcast, you jerks. Oh, see? They do listen. Oh, shit. Um, Sorry, Sports Illustrated. But that was fun. We, we walked up and Heath, Heath had recognized me from the year before and, and the interview before that. Because, again, I chalk it up to looking unusual. So it's an easy placement. And that was just fun. Those guys were just fun ripping on each other, ripping on the Internet title. Uh, and I hope they start some sort of online feud about the Internet Championship. Those were Where two, is it? Yeah, Bring I wanna, it out. If I don't see it, then how do I know it's still around? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen 3MB. I don't think they're still around. I don't think they're around either, Scott. What's going to happen with Heath? Seems like something's got to happen. Some new, uh, some new idea being uh, given to him because he's got the haircut. The Internet Championship Tournament. Right, but what, what's the... What's Best the, of seven series. What's the gimmick? What's the... What do you? What, what happens to Heath now? Predictions, go! Uh, Heath Slater is now a avid canoe maker, and he has to lathe a tree into a canoe. That's great. Is what a terrible idea would be, and mm. a real idea would be Heath Slater is now the uh, manager of an Arby's in Virginia. Nope, which is another terrible I idea. See. Yes. But a great Heath Slater idea is he's the Terminator, like Triple H. I see. Oh, that's just a, a lame copy. Hey, Slater, the crimson-headed vulture. Ooh, you mean the guy who swoops in after yeah. people got beat up? Mm-hmm, and takes all the credit for it. I like that. That is pretty yeah. great. It's like a reverse Money in the Bank where he just shows up at the end of the matches, but all he gets is the acclaim. Mm-hmm. It is time for Jerk Tweets. Go to Twitter.com, follow us at Curtain Jerks, and send us your hashtag jerk tweets. They could be questions about the show. They could be, uh, you know, questions about wrestling. They could be uh, questions about whatever you want. And we'll answer them right here on the show. Mr. Wrestling Memes himself, at Wrestling underscore Memes, says, What's your favorite and least favorite laws? 
Hashtag being a jerk tweak. Hashtag meme mania. Ooh. And I, I asked for clarification of like wrestling laws or laws in general. And he said, just laws. So just laws of the land. Uh, I think anything that legalizes discrimination is pretty horrid. Mm. Uh, especially, I think there's a lot of stuff going on right now where people are like, uh, the in defense of religious freedom, you don't have to serve people who would somehow be against your religion. I think a lot of it's sort of homophobic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, who knows? Maybe there's a lot of frozen yogurt Satanist shops that are going to pop up around town and say, no straight people. That's ridiculous. I don't know. I'll tell you what I don't like. This whole uh, no cell phone to the head while driving. Oh, God. You're a menace. You're a menace, Scott. Oh, yeah? How many accidents have I been in, Steve? None, but I've... How many is that? All it takes is one. How old am I? All it takes is one How old am I? How old are you? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. And how long have I been driving? How long have you been driving with a cell phone to your head? A lot since I could. All it takes is one, and it could be very dangerous. You know what else I can do while driving? That's Use not against headphones the law? or uh, any sort of Bluetooth device. Uh, also, I can look in the mirrors. I can check a radio. I can play with an uh, iPod, an iPad. Uh, I can. Uh, do makeup. I can iPod eat. and iPad are just the same as using a phone, I think. Nope. Yeah. There's no law. Oh, there, it doesn't matter if there's not a law, but it still takes up the same amount of brain power to search yeah. through files in an iPad. But it's legal. It's still just as dangerous. If you are... I can read a magazine. If you're leaning over to find out where the slot is for your CD player to put it in and you kill three bicyclists, it's just as damning as uh, making a phone call or trying to dial while you're driving. Steve, the jerk tweet was, what is my favorite and least favorite laws? This is a least favorite law. I think it's ridiculous. I think it should be tested on the driver's test. And I would pass with flying colors. I'd set the standard for being able to talk on a cell phone and driving. You know why? You know why? Because I had practice when I was a child. If you can keep a conversation going while playing a video game on the phone, you can do this. Uh, and I excelled at that. I wasn't that kid that stopped talking like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Are you playing a game? Uh-huh. I wasn't that kid. Well, at least you're not lying. At least that kid isn't lying. I think I don't think it's the talking. I think it's the dialing and the hanging up. Is any times you have to do anything that takes some brain power when you're having a conversation and the phone is up to the head. I think that's fine. Who hangs but, up when they're on the phone driving on the road? You let the other person hang up. That's all taken care of. What if you have to call them? That's easy. It's just a couple buttons away. Is it boop boop? But you have to look to make those to make to make that dial. As you do to check your your speed and if you're listening to ninety eight point seven and how your air conditioning is all set up, you gotta look for those too. You can't keep your eyes on the road at all hundred percent times. At your le- as your least favorite law, I understand why you don't like it. Cause I fucking rock at that law. I you did it a lot while we were driving, and I was definitely impressed as well as terrified. You're fine. I was terrified as well. Because you needed a thrill here and there to keep you awake and to keep talking to me. No, I don't need thrills. I like to pinch myself in the scrotum whenever I get tired. Well, you wouldn't let me do it. Ow! <laughs> um, favorite laws. I'm all about this no murdering people. I think that's a wonderful law. I think that's pretty good. I like that. Uh, kidnapping. I'm, I'm like children being abducted. I'm glad that's illegal. I think that's mm-hmm. really jarring. Anything revolving sexual abuse. I'm glad that's that's a big no. I don't know. Kidnapping. I like that. If someone can't have a kid and they're like, hey, let's get that one. He looks cute. If you want to just grab that kid and go. Uh, but you leave look- a couple of bucks, you know, you just drop a couple of 20s. And, uh, no, I think it opens it up for a much bigger debate, because what if they're like, this is too much, how am I supposed to get this money back to these people that are way too generous? 
Oh, oh, so the the people whose kid got taken, they want to give the money yeah. back? Yeah, well, you know, that's their problem. Well, There's see, no law in place for that. That's why, that's why you need laws, so it isn't just people getting left with other people's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are some of our favorite and least favorite laws. One of my favorite reoccurring people on this show, though, is Vince McMahon. And recently, Vince is coming into the studio more, which... It's great. We don't have to talk to him on the phone anymore because he used to screen our calls when mm-hmm. we wanted him on the mm-hmm. show before. Like, he listened to bad episodes. He, he didn't want to come on. But he's on today. After all of this, after it's surprising. Look, the, this is the biggest show of the year. Like, is do they, what, what do you think? Do you think they have breathing room now? Or is it like, or no. do you have to gear up because everything's done with it now? Every, it all eyes ends. are on it you. It only gets more ramped up all mm-hmm. the time until payback. And that's when you can sit on your yeah. laurels and go. It's payback. Who gives a shit? Yeah, payback. You can always phone it in on payback. But yeah, Vince McMahon is here today. We're going to talk to him. So he's coming in now. Hey, gotcha, boners. Uh, Jack Swagger. Gotcha. What are you doing here? I, I, hey, I, I wanted to book myself as the main event of the WrestleMania 2 party. So I knew what to do. I flipped the books and I uh, screwed the numbers. April Fool's was a week ago. I know that. It's not April Fool's. This is just to screw you? Yeah, this is just to screw you. Oh, wow. This is the old finagle uh, flipperoos. Well, Jack Swagger, I... I it's a rib. It is It is a rib. It's, it's a, a rib. wrestling rib. I got you. You did. I got you big time. Well, you know what? Now that you're here, how was WrestleMania? Did you get a WrestleMania moment? How'd you like it? Uh, did I get a WrestleMania moment? Yes, I did. I got inspiration. Yeah, for I what? got inspiration. You could say I was out in the ring and I was surrounded by a divine light that hit me. Was it the sunlight uh, that was on you during the battle royale? Well, if you want to make a big old, big old boner about it, sure. And then, yeah, that's what it was, Steve Scrotum. All right. Well, Jack, so what was this it was divine, divine inspiration? Light. It was a divine inspiration. I was in the middle of the ring, and I thought to myself, I need a bit of a shake-up. I need a gimmick a shake-up of something super fun that'll get all the fans back an old swagger train. And I thought to myself, who's the greatest WWE superstar of all times? Uh, geez, there's so many. I guess you could say Macho Man nope. or Stone Cold. Nope. And I mean, in a few different ways, you could say Punk, even. I feel like everybody's uh, nope, got nope, different... No, 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 no. No. Hogan? Hulk Hogan. Oh, well, see, that's how out of touch I am. I sort of go with people that I feel like, sort of... Yeah, you're out of touch, buddy. Yeah. Swagger Mania. This is what I'm thinking, right? So, I, I you know, I, I Swagger Mania. That everybody loves Jack Swagger, right? And I'm done with Zeb Coulter. We're not hanging around no more. Mm-hmm. So, I'll get, a, I'll get a shirt, and it'll say Swagger Mania on it. Just like this one. See? See the shirt I got? And then when I'm feeling, oh, Swagger Mania is going to want... Oh, ride. you're ripping your shirt. Oh, yeah, I'm ripping my shirt open. Yeah, Swagger Mania. Then people have no choice but to be excited for Swagger Mania. Uh, that Curtis Axel is doing the same thing. He has Axel Mania, and he has a red shirt, and he tears it, and he's, uh, he calls people Axel Maniacs. Oh, but uh, what, what, what if I did this? What if I, what if I just talk like Hulk Hogan also? What if I just, hey, let me tell you something, brother. Uh, when you see the Swagger Pythons and they're going up, you got to eat your parents and sell your vitamins. And what's you going to do, brother, when Swagger Mania runs right on you? Uh, I think Axel does that as well, as well as everybody does their Hulk Hogan impression. Are you serious? Yeah, I think that's already out there, buddy. But it's just a... It's just an idea to just act like Hulk Hogan. I mean, somebody's already doing that? Yeah. Well, you know what? Look. Hold on. Hold on. Well, I got another idea. It's a good thing that there's that much divine light pouring on. Okay, yeah. Because I sounds had, like you were inspired. I had a second idea. In case something, something like this happens, in case I got the old screw put to my butt, you know, I, I had a second second thought of what to do. Okay. So I got an idea. The Miz, 
right? Okay. Superstar, right? He's yeah. a big time superstar. He's a big time movie actor, which I'm trying to be, of course. But what better way to break into the movies than to be a stunt double? Okay, so I'll be the Mrs. Stunt Double, and we'll hang out, and I'll, I'll dress like him. But Jack, you know, I won't Jack, right here. Hold on, hear me out. And then, uh, you know, I change up my name, so I'll be a uh, Jack Miswag. Right? And then people will think I'm super cool and then they want to get behind me because the stunt number's cooler than the superstar and then I'll break apart from them and I'll be this great superstar. Jack, have you been even watching any of the product? What do you mean? Uh, that's what product? What are you Damien Sandow was Damien Mizdow now. Are you serious? Then they just broke up. They just had this huge program about him being Miz's stunt double and then they, like, Miz Sandow was more popular than Miz. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm super serious. Super, super serious? Yeah. Hey, look, buddy, it seems like you're kind of out of touch with these different stories, but I, I, there's one. Wait, I got, I got one final great idea. All right. I've I got was... one for you. Maybe. Do you? Yeah. Well, um, mine's probably better. So you go ahead. Look, we were just talking about what Heath Slater's next gimmick could be. Yes. Which would, he'd be the vulture. Okay. And he'd swoop in at the end of people's matches and then he'd re-beat them once they were all beat up and he'd take all the credit. Uh-huh. But Heath Slater hasn't started that gimmick yet, so maybe that could be something you can... I can't take unsolicited material from anyone else outside of the uh, WWE. It's okay. part of my contract. I can't do that. Okay. I didn't hear All right. Okay, It's a country. Um, okay, here's my final idea. Unsolicited, not given to me by anybody. Okay. Big time superstar. People want to see Jack Swagger all the time, but they don't know how to convey that to anybody. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're sitting in the crowd in the arena and you're waiting for the show to start, you just want something to do. Sometimes people go, woo, like they're Ric Flair, but I got something better. See what I'm doing with my hands right now? Yeah. I got two fingers pointing in the air. So when you're excited, you go, swag, 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 swag. And that's, you're so excited to see me. And there's just something you don't want to see. You go, grr, grr. Grr, and you you put your hands like a like you're safe, like an umpire. Yeah, yeah, but it's like you know it almost translates to no, like mm-hmm. no, I don't want to see that. Grr, and Swagger going, yes, I love to see that. Swagger, yeah, swag, swag. Grr, grr. I just run with that. Like oh. if people are, it's this positive negative force, and it gets people excited. They would feel so excited positively or negatively about that Swagger. You know what, Jack? Uh... You used to work for us. You're on the show every once in a while. That's right. Sounds like a really great idea. I really hope it takes I off. Thank you for that. Man. Thank you for Jack Swagger, I think you deserve an, just a really popular sort of crowd reaction. I wish you the best. Thank you so much. Uh, come on. Let's, uh, let's end on it. All right. Swag. 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 Oh, boy. Scott, I didn't have the heart to tell him. Tell him what? About the swag and the grr. What? What about him? That's yes and no. It's the Daniel Bryan chance. Those are two different words, Steve. I know, but they're still doing the same motion. The pointing up and the you're safe. Those are two different words, though. That's totally... Am I right? That's... I'd say... I Makes sense to me. Okay. Ole, 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 ole. Yeah, and then Lost Manadors have the oles. Like, it's totally different. It's a different rhythm, you know? I got you. I got yeah. you. Steve, we had such a gigantic week at wrestlemania i you know stories will keep coming out in the future of and things that happened and things that went on the trip but we can't even get it all in two parts we can't do it all it's impossible 
So you're telling me there's a third part? No, there's not. Yeah, no, I'm just going to keep ridiculous. doing yeah, well, more stuff. By next week, we'll probably t- be talking about whatever's happening. You know, by next week, we'll be talking about Extreme Rules. Yeah, we probably will, and all the stuff going on in TNA that we didn't even get to. There's a new world champion, for crying out loud. Who? Oh, I don't want to spoil it for you. Kurt Angle. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, so there's that. Uh, I believe, uh, no, Rockstar Spud is X Division champion. So, I mean, there's all that. I didn't even have a chance to sit down and watch any any TNA yet, but we'll be talking about that stuff. We've got interviews galore. Here's just a couple of them that I'm going to mention right now, but we have even more than what I'm going to say. we got Santino Morella coming up. we got Axel Jim Duggan coming up. we got Eric Bischoff coming up. we got James Storm coming up and even more you're gonna want to subscribe you're gonna want to give us those rate and reviews on itunes that helps us out so much we're bringing you these big interviews so uh do that subscribe everywhere you can help support curtain jerks comedy wrestling podcast directly by donating to square cash that's an app you can get on your mobile mobile <laughs> easy for me to say mobile device or uh you know your android your iphone uh, an ipad any of those have got it square cash with cash tag jerks that's a dollar sign jerks and if you have any questions about that you can tweet me or facebook me a message about how to do that that's just giving a donation directly to the show to keep the lights on to keep our power going to keep us getting more interviews and doing more trips like this um thanks to frankie george tom Connolly, dale rutledge and the wwe for all their help during wrestlemania week without them none of this would be possible of course follow us on facebook uh, follow us on Twitter and YouTube.com to watch all of our WWE interviews on camera at YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. Steve? Uh, I'm still getting support and I'm still producing a movie called Pacific Northwest Movie on Indiegogo. We could definitely use your support. And we've already had people support already and it's been wonderfully helpful. And it uh, helps me get to make movies. So I appreciate it. So you can check out Indiegogo Pacific Northwest Movie. Yes, help support that, uh, and just a couple of bucks makes a gigantic difference for all of these things. So for uh, for uh, Curtain Jerks on Square Cash and for Steve's Indiegogo Project, those are just gigantic things for us, and we thank you for that in advance. Um, so for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids! just listened to another episode of Curtain Jerks. Oh, this is the time where you get all ten of your fingers. They've been uh, itching and ready to go this whole time. You're like, I- I'm going to wait to do this at the end of the I'm podcast. I'm going to wait until the episode's done, and then I'm going to use these things. These things I call hands. Yeah, these things I call hands. Uh, not these biceps and glutes that uh, God has given me. But, but activate them, too, so you can have a full use of your hands. Yeah, uh, clench up them butt cheeks when you go to SoundCloud.com slash Curtain Jerks. Follow us, uh, like the episode, comment, tw- uh, comment during. It. You could, you should have been commenting during this episode. You can go and comment during other episodes because I'm sure you have all the time code marked in your head. Don't you hear the sounds that our voices make? You can comment on the weird noises we make. You can make weird noises of your own. You can write it down and make other people make weird noises by reading it. Yeah, it's it's very interactive. You go on there. You can comment during your favorite parts of the show. You can comment during the parts of your show that you're like oh that was uh, quotable and then you put it in quotes and you stick it up there and if you're an aesthetics person orange accents 
right? Orange is the new black, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to be dated. <laughs> no way. No Jason way. Biggs. Jason Biggs. WCW champion if there is still around. Yeah, that's how it works. So there's the Orange is the new black WCW crossover. Jason Biggs is the new championship. That belt's almost as big as his head. It is, and even bigger than that is YouTube. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It's pretty big. It's a big deal. It's videos online. You can watch pictures of cats moving. Mm-hmm. And you can watch Steve act like a cat on YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. You can see our predictions videos on there. You can see uh, our wrestler pronunciation manuals on there, our prediction videos. Uh, did I say that twice? <laughs> Meow. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, so it's all there, available for you. We've uh, got some new videos ideas. Videos ideas. Oh, this one's being thrown away. Oh, it'll get chopped up. Or it'll stay exactly the same. It'll be at the end of every episode until the end of time. Oh, please <laughs> throw that meteor down quick. <laughs> Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. Yo, tell them to stay in school. Robocop, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Oh, whoa, what was that with that? What? <laughs>